Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine, the show where we're afraid of the dark and cigarettes will kill you. Oh, the irony. Today we begin the great month of celebrating the life of Jim Varney with the Ernest movies. We go to Ernest Goes to Jail for the first one. I'm one of your hosts, Nick, wearing these chains because the doctor told me I needed to have them until the surgery. I'm Kaz, and I've been vandalized by Elvis. I'm Dan, and I came, I saw, I got blowed up. I'm Joss, and Nick stole my line. <laughs> oh, shit, really? Yeah. Oh, damn, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm Bobby. Yeah, me too. I was going to say cigarettes kill him. Like, that's what killed Jim Varney. The, <laughs> Ultimately, the, yeah. The one thing that he told himself not to do as Ernest, he turned around he and did. he died he because did. of lung disease in uh, 2000. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was a chain smoker, oh, yeah. and you know people have gone back, looked at it, and said he was possibly he would have been diagnosed if he was if he was in his prime today. He would have been diagnosed with ADHD or massive anxiety disorder. Oh, probably. Wow. So likely because he's smoking so much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, where he had it, and also with the Ernest character itself, the Ernest character was just a way, like, an escape Mm -hmm. for the way he was, because he was actually a very reserved person. And he wasn't up in the face of anybody. (laughs) Or his neighbor. His close-ups. Yeah. Yeah. These movies really take advantage of the fisheye lens, don't they? Oh, yes. They they love that fisheye lens. (laughs) They want the fisheye lens almost as badly as Brandon Small wanted it in home movies. <laughs> Deep cut. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I haven't thought of that. Brandon Small, not Brandon. Brandon Small. Brandon Small. Yeah. <laughs> Who was also so, basically every member of Death Clock. Well, they were. They're, oh yeah. Written he, by the same person. <laughs> well, no, he, well, yeah. I mean, Brandon Small is the one who did all of the music in uh, in Metalocalypse. No. Oh, wow. Yep. Damn. So this is kind of funny because one of the things we do is the we did this. What year is this movie? Nineteen ninety. And I actually found something which, rather freaking hilarious. Which one in the series of Ernest movies is it? Number three. Ah, yeah. it's the last one that made any money. Yeah. Yep. Well, this is one of yeah. This is the last one that was really like heavily in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Most of these are straight to home video. Yep. Um, the one that we're probably going to be doing next week, I think, is one of the funnier ones because it's such an incredibly stupid premise <laughs> alone, um, if you believe in magic shoes. The one that we couldn't find was Ernest Goes to Camp, which is so heavily protected. What? Um, I found out the reason why is because Buena Vista Home Entertainment actually now locked it down because they do the... Uh, I could be quoting the band wrong, but they quote the song Happy Together is played like several times. Okay. So in order to do that, in order to do it on home video, they need to pay the rights to the original band, which I think is the Turtles. Um, I, I honestly don't know. Yeah. But I it's still, sure. yeah, but it's it's so hard to find. I mm-hmm. found Ernest Goes to Camp on a really sketchy streaming site. Oh, dear. So I'm like, uh, that one's probably going to go off the list. It's a streaming site of dubious legality. Yeah. Yeah, where it's like, oh, give me, you know, please go ahead and, uh, why don't you download this VPN? No. Oh, that's a... No, 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 I don't want to do that, no. 
No, so I... The one, I will purchase my own VPN. Yeah, Thank right. You. Thanks very much. <laughs> right, so ironically, one of the things with this, like, there's a couple of things that are, like... Well, one part's kind of ironic. When you look at the news around the time when that movie was released, it was released April 6, 1990. So okay. I was eight. Okay. Yeah, I... Yeah, was somewhere... I forgot where I was, but... I was the, still seven. yeah. The uh, the longest prison riot in uh, European history, the Straightways prison riot, started on April fifth. I've, I've heard of that, and it lasted three weeks and three days. Damn shit! So didn't anyone go to sleep? They weren't in shifts. It's in Brit- uh, it's in British history, so yeah. it was it was a riot, but it was a very polite riot. Yeah, I disagree. <laughs> no, that's in Canada. <laughs> All right, so this was a passive-aggressive... No, in Britain, they just took breaks. Yeah. Cheerio, then. Yeah. Pip, pip. Right. Right. (laughs) So... my ex would be rolling right now. (laughs) Diff up a lip and all that. And um, on April 6, 1990, the Cincinnati Contemporary Arts Center uh, threw a giant middle finger at the Citizens for Community Values and publicly displayed uh, Robert Mapple the perfect moment Ooh, photographs. Yep. And those are flowers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that was really, really super funny. So they went ahead. They said, we're going to protest and you're not going to show this. They're like, okay, we're going to show it anyway. Bye. Yep. <laughs> like, and they did that and I'm like, <laughs> kind of funny. It's like, this is art. Deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> I assume we're talking about vaginas. Yes. The flowers. flowers. Yeah. Flowers. Yeah. So it's the flowers. paintings oh, or? That, yeah. That's the nudes and photographs. Today. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe today in today's culture, it's the peach emoji. Yeah, right. I thought peach no, emoji. That's your butt. Yeah. yeah. Oh, which yeah. one's the uh, JJ? The taco. Yeah. The taco. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow, the taco's meat. Taco, eggplant. You get where I'm going with this? Yeah. Yeah. Cucumber, yeah. sweat emoji. They should do like a so. Venus flytrap. That would have been more effective. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, who hurt you? <laughs> Why don't you get caught? Maybe, maybe, if, maybe if you got teeth. What about oil? Seymour, feed me! Seymour! Vagina dentata. What a wonderful (laughs) phrase. (laughs) Vagina dentata. Should we go over Uh, our history? Oh, yes, please. Yes. Okay, Okay, I... I will take the last one on that. I don't think I've seen this before. Um, I have seen it before, but it was a good long time ago. I remember bits and pieces, but not the whole thing. So many times. I've seen this movie so many times. I got nothing. (laughs) I I have seen this. So, I... I was hanging out with my dad. You're a slut for Ernest. I was hanging out with my dad this morning, and I'm like, hey, we're doing Ernest Goes to Jail, and he reminded me of something that I completely forgot about. Uh, We had this on VHS, Mm -hmm. and I watched this at ad nauseum when I came home from school Mm -hmm. for, like, a month or two straight. I could quote this. Was that the VHS that ended up, like, snapping in the the VCR kind of thing? Yes. Oh, God. And I cried like hell until we went to the flea market and found another one and (laughs) got it. And he's like, this is the last time you're going to get one of these. So I was like, please stop playing this goddamn movie. I did that with Hocus Pocus. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Hocus Pocus 
so much and we rented it so much that the the actual uh rental place gave it to my dad yeah. because we had rented it so many times that we had paid for it in triplicate really so it, yeah because wow. i would go back and i'd rent it the minute the rental died so i i perpetually had this movie for months at a time oh wow so my they finally <laughs> went just keep it just keep it we ordered another one for us she can have it and that's how I got my first copy of Hocus Pocus and little we own two copies copy. we own two copies of the DVD and I have it on digital streaming so I fucking love that movie so yeah yeah I got a problem yep. so I understand well, Nick I understand very no, well I get it but it's my dad recalling that tale to his 35 year old son going yes you cried like hell <laughs> and we got we found one for you painstakingly found it and said don't fucking do this again don't do it again you know and like, then what your your mom did with Hootie and the Blowfish oh yeah and then she went and demagnetized that Cracked Review that. Mirror Man yeah good album the that's, album, a, good that's album. a great album yeah mm-hmm. Cracked Review the Hootie, the Hootie and the Blowfish debut album my mom listened to that so much she demagnetized five CDs. Oh my! Yeah, like it just it just stopped working, and we found another version of it, and later we found it on digital. Said, and then you were like, "Don't do it again." Yeah, I'm like this is your last time. <laughs> this is your last copy. Yeah, this is your last time. You now. find it on digital, and just that one spot on the hard drive just has a hole burnt in it. <laughs> It's like, was it... That's why you stream now. You can't burn a hole in the cloud. The cloud doesn't Challenge accepted. (laughs) (laughs) I think the the most popular VHS back in the 80s was Fast Times at Ridgemont High when uh, that chick comes out of the water and she uh, removes her her bikini bra. That's Phoebe Cates, baby. That's Phoebe Cates. It's like literally every VHS copy of that movie is just warped in that one spot. Now I've got the song stuck in my head. <laughs> oh hell, yeah! And Judge Reinhold, who was a pretty was a pretty damn good actor, is only remembered for jerking off in the window. Yeah. <sighs> well, no, because I remember him before that. Like I remember and him from Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. So that's. But he, that he had only more had, impression on he me. He only had one. That's kind of perfect. We talk about this way because he only had really had one particular type of character that he played. Yeah, yeah. He only one particular thing, and well, he was good at that one particular thing. Wasn't he yeah. in the Clerks animated series? See, I have no idea. As like a judge, I didn't watch the Clerks animated series. I didn't. I thought you did. Uh-uh. Oh my god, who is driving? Oh my god, Bear is driving. How can this be? Uh, nope. Oh, I have that somewhere. We gotta watch it. <laughs> the Clerks animated series was remarkably good for what it was. So the second episode is a clip show. What? Wow. Yep. Huh. And they make the jo- that, that's that and that's the big joke about it. So one of the things I've done is I I, I love all you people around the table. <laughs> Um, for the TV time machine, uh, later in the month, we will be doing the <laughs> Hey Vernon's Ernest pilot episode. I watched the entirety of the series. This is not a visual medium, but just understand I'm giving Nick the absolute stink eye right now. <laughs> I you, watched the entirety of it. Cass is sitting there going, I've seen it. I've lived it. I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen that the, the one episode about outer space. Yeah, that's the first episode. 
it is. <laughs> like that's all I've ever needed to see. It yes. A, it, it, it is. It up is there. very interesting to watch something filmed in second point of person yeah. point of view. It, it is often. up there with the room and uh, second person. Wait, so it means they're all talking to a camera. They're all talking so to we're heard. heard. Yes. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. At least those segments. It is ADD as hell. Okay, that just reminds me of old school FMV games. Like, mm. like, uh... Like, sewer Shark? Sewer Shark. That's and, uh, Night Trap. And, um, uh, was it, was it Stalker? Oh. Was it? Oh, God. It was like an old, uh, it's, it's basically the old, uh, FMV games where, like, the camera is supposed to be, like, you're the new guy in this. Mm. There was, like, a Johnny <laughs> Mnemonic game yeah. that was based on that, too, and it's, it's bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's... It is a sight to behold. It's it's up there with um, who was the guy that I did the, um, the Neil Breen, <laughs> Neil Breen's fateful findings. It, it is up there with that. Like, oh, holy fuck! What the hell is this? Everybody has to see this. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Why am I watching and, it? You come here, watch this. Yeah. Thing. Hey, just, if you. If you yeah, I know how much you enjoyed the pilot of Holmes and Yo-Yo. That is oh, Citizen man. Kane. Yeah, <laughs> it's Citizen Kane compared to this. Yeah. You know, okay, here's the thing. Holmes and Yo-Yo wasn't bad. Of course it wasn't. It wasn't good, but it wasn't bad. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. I'm only I'm only mildly joking on this one. It just Holmes and Yo-Yo is weird. Oh, yeah. It's worth watching, but yeah. man, is it weird. Yeah. Not as weird as this. No. Oh, no, 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 no. It's aggressively 90s and fucking awful. Mm-hmm. But we will get to that later on in the month. Or at some point we will get to it. But it, it, it's on YouTube. No one is defending it. <laughs> just nobody is defending Huzzah. it. And... It's just like comments are on, and it's just read the comments. It it is amazing. It is amazing, and it just as like anything with Ernest, and I mean Ernest P World is just one of those like one of the character movies. Like you know, I grew up with Looney Tunes. I grew mm-hmm. up with Mary Medleys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To me, he's like a living Bugs Bunny. He legit is. Yes. Like, he is just yeah. a cartoon. There's yeah. something I noticed though, watching this again, and as in you know, watching it as an adult with yeah. an adult perspective. Yeah. He he has yes, he's definitely like a living cartoon. Yeah. But he's not like when he does his whole. I'm you know I'm talking about him, myself and I'm I'm pumping myself up. Yeah. He doesn't sound condescending about it. No. Like his he he's like self-actualizing, but then he he goes right back to the way he he was where he's kind of humble and a little bit soft-spoken. He's talking to himself in the uh, mirror when yeah. he's talking about yeah. himself, like yeah. when he's talking to, I can't remember the girl's name, but uh, when he's talking to her and he kind of talks matter. himself up a little bit. Yeah. But Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. Talks himself up, but then he goes right back to the way he was. He's like, he's not overly arrogant. No. He's not condescending. No. And that's what I liked about it. It yeah. was a little bit refreshing because a yeah. lot of these tropes yeah. have that type of character who thinks they're the most amazing thing ever and the slapstick about it is that, you know, the audience knows they're not. The audience knows they're an idiot. Yeah. You don't really have that with him. 
His yeah. big ambition is to be a bank teller. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. like he's not trying to rule the world. He's not thinking he's the sexiest man alive. He just wants to be a bank teller and maybe go on a date with this pretty girl. Mm-hmm. And that that's the whole that's that's the part that's refreshing too, is he's very, very human in yes. a way. He's just like I'm surprised he but, didn't have a breakfast machine. Y- yeah. He had yeah. all kinds of other machines. He was close. This was this was almost uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, <laughs> yes. Rube Goldbergian. I, yeah, I, I, that, I would want to see a crossover with that. Oh yo! Oh my! I'm just picturing the Family Guy thing. All it does is shoot you. <laughs> Why would you invent something like that? Don't even make breakfast at all. It just mm. shoots you. Are we going to see my scene? No. Okay. no, 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 no. I'm not no, sure I... the movie. Went Scene by scene. No, Can it, we talk it did not. about how pink the jail was? Yeah. It was pink amazing. And, uh, and shoulder paddy. Oh, man, yes. the shoulder pads. Even the yeah. guards were wearing magenta uniforms with yeah. big yeah. fucking shoulder pads. Mm-hmm. Now, that was actually based on the time where he... Uh, John Cherry wanted to have it like it was almost like it was out of this world. Mm. Like it was, was very cartoony where the guards were not, almost didn't even look human. Right. They were, like, they were so big and, you know, Ernest is the only one that looks human. That's why when you see... Um, what is with that guy's hair? Yeah. Hey, don't... Ooh, don't, Lyle? Don't, yes. don't, don't, don't talk yeah. bad about Lyle. Lyle's yeah. a good guy. Yeah, that's why Lyle's hair is all messed up. That's why uh, that dude has the black... You know, the, the black guy has the... The gold tooth. The gold tooth. One gold tooth. Yeah, yeah. yeah and why you didn't you didn't Oh, no, see. that's so otherworldly. Yeah, gold it, tooth. Well, but it's just still, like, it's just but the it's way... But it's prominently yeah. one gold tooth yeah, right in the front. Yeah, it's the way that they looked at it. Like, they, they just didn't look normal... Almost, they were almost there. Even the, um, uh, the. How about Nash? Yeah, well, getting to Nash later because the, the, the what that reveals, but you know, with that, uh, you don't see his face right away, and how it, it, it's building up to it. I mean, though we all know what's going on. Oh, also, absolutely. I just want to point out yeah. that the whole, you know, he's, he gets jury duty, which yeah. the minute he starts <laughs> being so happy about getting jury duty makes me th- think of my mother-in-law. Because my, my mother wants to go on yes. jury duty. That was like the every, most hilarious she, part. Every time she gets jury duty, yeah. someone else gets picked and she gets so upset about she it. She wants to sit on a jury. Yeah. Now, I've sat on a jury. No, you don't. I, I don't no, want to sit on a jury again. <laughs> no. So it's like, I, I've done it. But when you're sitting, when you're watching this and it's a murder trial, and it, you know, this this guy is sitting there. It's like, oh, we're gonna take you to the scene of the crime. We're gonna at go the on prison. a prison. We're gonna I'm go like, on a field trip. No bullshit. No, you're not. That's <laughs> not how this works it's, at all. It is was, definitely not. <laughs> okay, how many people have seen a kid in their class break a pen in their mouth? I've I've been that kid. Oh my god! (laughs) I've seen that. I've been that kid. That's that's why that scene made me very uncomfortable. I was just wondering why he's chewing the paper. I've seen that. But he's chewing. I think he was trying to sop up the ink in his mouth. Oh god! I think that's what it was, but it was failing miserably. It was making me kind of queasy. Yeah. Does anyone else here have misophonia? He does. That sound. Uh, Oh no! Oh no! He was having major issues, and I'm sitting there going, "Okay, I'm fine." Like, this is not a big deal to me. So you can just shut off your senses and be fine with it. I, me, I, I hear everything. I, I, no, I hear you. And I, 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 I know it's not. I know there's like argument about whether it's actually real or not. But I'm sorry, misophonia is real. It is. And chew with your mouth shut, or I'm going to stab you. 
That's all I gotta say. It, it is real. It is real. I have a, I have the touches of it too, but I have yep. it like where people scrape the fork on their teeth. Yep. That that'll be that, what that. that what gets me? What? <laughs> Speaking of chewing weird. True. Let's see, what, what gets it's me like is horses the... hooves. Clip <laughs> clap. <laughs> What in the hell? That's how we chew. <laughs> Sorry, I, I had to. I'm not sure I heard this, but now I'm interested. This is this, this is the episode where we where we air our grievances. The rest of it is. Now, what's the BPM of his uh, chewing? I don't know. I don't want to listen to it. What's She's like, I live with him. I hear it all the time. He's that was damn funny. You got offended the first time I said that. Aww. You see, what sets off mine is open mouth chewing. Yeah. yeah, you know that—that's largely my sister's doing. And yeah. um, if I can hear you swallow, mm. I can't handle it. No, he can't. It's—I it, don't understand. I—I know that it's not any kind of—it's not people doing it on purpose. Mm-hmm. I know you can't change the sound of a swallow. That's why I usually have a TV on in the background because it kind of like mixes in or whatever. Yeah. But that just that sound, I was like. I'm gonna go in the other room. <sighs> Can't do this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. You're giving me that eyeball with that with that cup. I see what you're doing. <laughs> I'm not gulping though. I'm yeah, just trying see, to make it quiet. Yeah. <laughs> trying to be quiet myself. Oh, see. Okay. Here's the thing. It has to be like deeply quiet yeah. for me to notice it. And when I do, yeah. it's just like I'm gonna take a lap. Like okay, you finish yeah. your drink. I'm gonna I go would, over here. Like if I, I used to do this where I'd have like water or drink on the side of the bed, mm. and I would drink it before I went to bed and I'd do it but it'd be dead silent he'd already be laying there and I'd go Google 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 but he'd be like would you stop oh my god (laughs) or like the dog or like the dog licking his paws it's like for a little while I can deal with it when it hits like 10 minutes it's just like dude could you make more noise (laughs) right I get I get it yeah I get it. The, oh it's so man. funny. Uh, <laughs> I find it really oh funny because it's not me. <laughs> I want to know why the hell Lyle was helping Ernest escape. Because he saw, after a while, I guess, being with this guy, seeing that he's really just like an innocent dude, mm-hmm. Lyle realized that he's in the wrong place. This is not where he's supposed yeah. to be. Like yeah. he, He's a henchman. For Nash, and I told him he's like Dan. Like he's a bad guy, but he's not a bad guy. Right. He's thanks, just trying. Thanks, to, Satan. Yes. Yeah. He's just trying to survive. Right. He's doing what point. he has yeah, to yeah. do. I mean, yeah. and obviously this is a, a maximum security prison. Mm. Where they are is like death row. Right. Mm. Which I find really funny because you've got you've got Nash who's going. He was on death row basically, essentially. Yeah. But you've got this other dude. I can't remember the guy's name, the one who actually killed the other guy. Was the one that the trial was about, the black yeah. guy. I cannot remember. I can't remember his name. I'm terrible. And he had two name, names, so. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First name and a last uh, name. Bartlett. Was it Bartlett? That yeah. was like his last name. Right. I don't remember. Ruben Bartlett. Bartleby. Okay, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I'm, Ruben was his name. No, okay, yeah, that sounds right. I admit yeah. it freely. I'm terrible yeah. with names. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So, um. Sometimes I'm surprised she remembers my name. <laughs> Well, um, I just, he's getting out in five months. Mm. You don't get out of maximum security prison in five months, usually. Right. Like, if you're there, you're there for a reason. Yeah. Maybe he served most of his time. But if he's on the same cell block as the people with, that are in death row, that don't happen. Also, you don't have a roommate on death row. So, Mm. just, just 
recording it out there. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I mean, you this, might know. this is also well, not in realism either. I know, you know but it's still made me go. Bright pink. Yeah, yeah. It's the bright pink yeah. shoulder pads that went on for also, miles. How do you get death row? How do you get the, the electric chair when you are legitly a bank robber? They made it very clear that Nash was a yeah. bank robber. Yes. Are you sure? Because I don't think they actually said what his original crime was. They did. They said that he was in there for robbing banks. Okay. But they also mentioned at some point, well, they alluded to it, that he killed somebody. But he wasn't arrested for killing anybody. Yeah, but he might have killed somebody. He might have killed somebody. But but they never actually said that he was in prison for bank robbery. You don't get put on death row for bank robbery. That's true, yeah. That's why I'm like, how, how? And we never find out what state this is either. It's obviously Texas. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually filmed in Tennessee. Oh, because I was trying, because the state flag never unfurled all the way. Yeah. It definitely feels Texas-y to me, because it looks, it looked almost, forgive my phrasing here, but almost looked Confederate. Yeah. Yeah. The electric chair kind of gave it away for me. Yeah. A little yeah. sparky. Yeah. <laughs> a big ass chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was one of the originals, yeah. if I'm not mis- if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I like the, the way green, how the Green Mile, was that in supposed to be in Texas or was that? I do not remember. No. It's no. it's a Stephen King movie, so probably not. Probably, probably Maine. Maine. Probably Maine. Yeah. <laughs> Everything happens in Maine. Yeah. Maine is the center of the universe. <laughs> no, I I I think yeah, you're right. And I think it just adds to the cartooniness because that bank was so the bank, the, the chair was so big. Yes. Yeah. On its own right, and I mean, like, the the, the helmet part of it, it didn't, didn't even, even touch, touch him. him. <laughs> and, you know, you they look didn't at give it, him it's a like... blindfold. There's so many things that you're supposed to do. They offered him a blindfold. He said no. No! He's afraid a... of the dark. Your eyes explode. You. Uh-huh. Your eyes legitly explode. That's the yeah. bad like, death that's, of what's-his-name from that's why the they Green don't, Mile. That's why they don't uh, really well, the, do... The, the dude with the rat. Um, oh, yes. The, like the like the, the the sketchy dude with the rat from the Green Mile. I read the book. I, I didn't see the movie, so I can't remember. I do not know exactly. But no, there was one chapter. Well, there was one chapter that was straight up called "The Bad Death of Whoever This Character's mm. Name Was." The only thing I remember about the Green Mile is the fact that uh, uh, Michael Clark Duncan touched Tom Hanks, and Tom Hanks could pee. Yep. That's the only real thing I remember about that movie. Michael Clark Duncan touches Tom Hanks and fixes his dick. Pretty much, yeah. That sounds like a porno parody. I mean... It could have been. <laughs> yeah, this ain't the Green Mile, Triple X. Oh, God. <laughs> There's so many puns. <laughs> All of the puns just came to my head. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he gets the electric chair and instead he gets friggin' superpowers. It's not the Green Mile, it's the Green... It's the Green Foot. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> uh, Alright, so why don't we get into that here? Well, this is a good point. We can do uh, our social media and we'll be right back. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me! 
me, Kaz at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Now lastly, we have our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash mttm. As we said, it's always free to subscribe and share. However, anything you can donate would certainly be appreciated. Thanks so much and back to the show. Hey, uh, one thing we did change recently, um, if you go into the description of this episode, we do have it on our native uh, format on Podbean. We have page, we have our patron page, uh, which is going to have some more stuff as we start to build up through the month. Um, we do have our last episode of TV Time Machine on there, so that is building up. We're actually taking down the Patreon. They want too much money from us, so we're not going to give it to them anymore. So we. Uh, so if people want to donate, where can they? Uh, you go to. We'll, we'll put the description on there. Okay. Because I can't remember off the top of my head right at the moment. <laughs> and we there, do so, a, yeah. an episode of TV Time Machine once a month. Right. Yeah, yeah, but there will be For some other exclusive. Yeah. Members. Yes. <laughs> so there if you w- want to be cool and exclusive, uh, there check will that be, out. There will be some other things coming up besides TV Time Machine. We're still stuff in the works. So. All right. So yeah, Ernest goes to jail. Oh, God. It's a switcheroo this mistaken identity. Beautifully stupid well, movie. On purpose. Uh, With for a comically <laughs> tiny bank. Yeah. Oh, my God, that bank. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the whole thing could have been like, uh, just like a whole dream because mm. it was too vivid. Mm. I mean, oh. I don't know if it was intended to be His that. Floor polisher goes on the ceiling. It was something yep. so. Because yeah. reasons. Yeah. He gets electrocuted yeah. several times and gains powers. And becomes a superhero. He yeah. largely becomes magnetic, and yeah. then later becomes electro. Yeah. But the first, <laughs> the first thing you see, the very first scene, you have Chuck and Bobby, who are doing red light, green light watchman stuff on the mm-hmm. Howard County Bank and Trust, and they're trying to find the scheme, and they hear a sound, what ends up being a floor polisher, it ends up being Ernest. Mm-hmm. And Chuck and Bobby, who reoccur in many, mm-hmm. many other... Other movies mm-hmm. in, in a little bit of different forms. I think the best version is Ernest Saves Christmas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where they're baggage handlers. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> right here. And Bobby, who is the quiet type, who is, oh, I won't say that actually, I'll save that for fantasy casting. Um, you know, who just, he has, you know, no teeth, you know, very clunched and very suspicious. And Chuck, who is the fat idiot. He's yeah. Bob Lark. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, oh, my God, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, I'm sorry to... Okay, if yeah. you haven't seen... Look, at the, the first one, the first Paul Blart Mall Cop, is a better movie than it has any right to be. Mm. <laughs> the second one is god-awful. But the first one is actually not bad. If you give it a chance, the first Paul Blart is actually... Kind, it's not good, but it's better than you'd think. Yeah. 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 So... He, Ernest is trying to turn on the floor polisher operation where it clearly says, do not jiggle handle back and forth quickly. So here, Somebody and, go jiggle the handle. Yeah, and then it turns it on and it just goes chaotic and he is up on the ceiling at some point. Mm-hmm. Because right up the wall. gravity. Yeah. He messes up the bank, he becomes magnetic and ends up in the vault for the oh. night where he's just guarding the money. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was guarding the money here. He finds the assistant to Oscar Pendlesmith, who is Charlotte Sparrow, who you knew was the love interest in this movie the moment she's on screen. Yep. Oh, yeah, from the second she shows up. Yeah. Hi, Ernest. That's the love interest. Mm-hmm. It just reminded me of Twister. 
Because as soon as you see Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt look at each other, like, there's the movie. Like, yep. Like, <laughs> I don't know if y'all yeah, worked on that, but it's still just... It's been a while since. Yeah. I have seen Twister, again, many, many times. Possibly the number of times you've watched Ernest Goes to Jail. Oh, yeah. I mostly remember the cow. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta go. We got cows. It's the same cow. <laughs> it's another cow. I'm pretty sure that's the same one. <laughs> so uh, the the president, the bank of the president wants to terminate Ernest at the bank. However, but Charlotte has sympathy, uh, a sympathetic attitude toward misfit. So she argues on his behalf to try to get it. So he. he she invites him for dinner to talk about attesting to possibly become a bank teller, and he goes home to wash up. In a washing machine. In, in a giant oh, cartoon yeah. washing machine. Did anybody think this is where, like, this is where it got cartoony, where he's oh, like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, uh, okay, Rimshot, we're going to go ahead, pick out, what do you think? Okay, no, that's too summary. Okay, that's, that's nice formal evening. They're all work. the same. It's the same fucking clothes. It's like that episode of Doug where you find, you see his closet. <laughs> it's literally all the same outfit. Mm. I had a friend of mine who did that in high school. <laughs> where he had the exact like people thought he was like homeless or something because he was wearing the same clothes. And finally, I'm like, I'm gonna get to know this kid. Yeah. And I felt kind of bad. He was in a band with me for a little while. Yeah. We bands, quote unquote. <laughs> And, Nobody uh, knew how to play, but we were in a band. Yeah. Yeah, it was like that Family Guy bit where they played at the prison and didn't know any songs. Yep. Yeah. Shit, we don't know any songs. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I did it. So he's like, oh, yeah, this is the stub. He's like, you're probably wondering why I look like I always wear the same clothes. He opens up his closet, and it's the same fucking thing <laughs> all night. Like, 40 times. Jesus. The same thing. I'm like, whoa. I like, am uh, a little intimidated. That's right yeah. dedication to a style. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was a weird dude. Bit. He was a weird dude, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was that guy, at least in college. That everybody would go. He's wearing shorts again. It's winter. He's <laughs> no, it's still all, wearing shorts. It's all right. He's wearing his the, winter shorts. The one day I wear uh, pants. People are like, what's wrong with him? Are you wearing pants? You're wearing pants. So Bob, that, you that okay? Was Bob's. Uh, uh, you know, Why did you wear shorts clothing. in the winter? Yeah, because my I had a rule: anything under sixty degrees, I'll break and I'll wear pants. But if it was sixty and over, I, yeah, I would wear shorts. But there was a time when young Bob, who had much more hair than today's Bob, said, <laughs> "Screw that." I'm going to wear shorts anyway, improve myself, and only to have frozen legs and say that. I regret that. I regret that. And so Bob learned, and today's Bob is smarter than yesteryear Bob. I have a customer who wears shorts all year round. And every time he comes in to make a payment, I look at him and I go, why? You are a It's mad two man. degrees outside. Why are you wearing shorts? And he's just like, I like shorts. And I'm like... It's two degrees outside. Why are you wearing shorts? Nope. I give up. Kevin, I give up on you. Just some, put it out there. Some of my personal favorites is when it's 90 degrees out and they're wearing a knit, ca- a knit hat. What? Just like, I d- I'm sweating just <laughs> looking at you. Oh, <laughs> you got your knit hat there, Billy? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I... We got the scene now where 
they, uh, you know, he's going to go meet for dinner. He goes and washes up, but he's got jury duty. <laughs> And has to, and he find out Chuck and Bobby are his neighbors, mm-hmm. and Bobby has this really long ass gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not like a rifle, but a yeah. handgun. But he's shooting away, he's shooting it like going up in the bang. bang. It's like you gotta, you gotta <laughs> break him. It's you gotta funny break where he out. doesn't say a word either. Damn it, Bobby. Yeah. He, he doesn't stop shooting even yeah. when Ernest comes in. Yeah. yeah, Ernest is standing right next to the target. And he just keeps shooting. That's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry, you fire, fire a gun that size, that way, you're just going to break your nose. Yep. Yeah, but he's still so... But he's so small, too. He's a very tiny man. But if you look at, like... Uh, Films around that time, um, was it Dirty Harry? Got that whole trend started with the long barrel gun. Uh, That's pull true. It, pull it up to 88 Batman, the Joker. I say, well, that, not the that was making fun of the whole thing because his gun was it. ridiculous. Yes. Still the same my concept behind it, and then with, you know, pull it up to 90. And so that, that, that style of gun was very, cons- know, it, 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 it popped up often in film history. So there was something to it. What it was, I don't know. Doesn't Maybe it was just the, the, the look or the, uh, the appeal of it in a film that. The longer the gun, the better the gun. The, well, the longer the gun, the, the higher the caliber bullet, so do you think the stronger may, you know, do you the think impact. You, do you think you might maybe be compensating for something? No. <laughs> that was nice. A gun isn't an extension of a penis ever. No, neither is a sports car, right? Lamborghinis, <laughs> man, you know what I mean? Well, a $100,000 vehicle? No, I don't have a tiny dick. It's fine. <laughs> Oh my God! The truck, the lifted truck I saw earlier today. <laughs> oh God! I mean, I'm looking at this thing. It's got dualies in the back. It's lifted like five feet straight up in the air. <laughs> There's a pair of truck nuts hanging off of there. Because oh, let's yeah. not. You, you can't imagine this guy could possibly be at all feminine. Um, <laughs> I saw this truck and I'm like, dude, I am so sorry about your dick. <laughs> Good lord. Well, we used you to... don't realize that he does porn for micro penises. <laughs> and he has mo- he makes more money in a day than I'll ever see in my life. Thanks, thanks. I, I was confident in myself for half a second. Can't have that. Thanks. Uh... <laughs> there was, no, remember there was a guy. Remember. Um... I don't know, Kaz, if you remember this, but we used to go to a nightclub in Boston uh, after hours was Rise, and there was a guy that showed up, and Bob, you might remember this, the guys who had the Lamborghini Garados. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and there was this guy there who would show up there, and he had, they, the two guys would always have really, really super nice suits, <laughs> and, you know, would try to pick up women, and I'm like, okay, you try to pick up women at a gay, straight, friendly nightclub. Mm-hmm. Chances are most of them are not going to be interested in you. I mean, you know, in general, like, I mean, you got a chance, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But he did that, and he's like, okay, he's like, okay, that's what I'm going to do here. And he would walk and just nose up at everybody, and I'm like, tiny dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right here, and one of the guys' name was Richard. I'm like, tiny Richard. And he would always be like, okay, the Lamborghini Garado, and he would talk in a fake British accent. He's like, hey, you know, I just don't know. This is the way I pull him here in Boston. And it's like, it's all like the British guy that tried to do a Boston accent but gave up. Oh, yeah. And I was like, it's just, he, he was... Off, man. Uh, yeah, I haven't thought about that again in a while. Fuck <laughs> uh, the car. Yeah. You pork uh, see, I would just go to Club Hell in Providence. Yeah. Back when it still existed. 
I didn't, I didn't go to clubs. I, yeah. I stayed home. Yeah. I went to golf. I went to the, the, it was a goth club, essentially. I would go there, and I would be way too nervous to talk to anybody, and I would just kind mm-hmm. of like, like, shrug in the corner and just watch everything, and nobody approached me because I wasn't goth enough. I, I just stayed home and smoked a lot of weed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's basically what I did. Well, speaking with home and smoking weed, there's actually Ernest, there's a setup of Ernest's house. <laughs> he had to smoke when he set this up. Oh, right? Because <laughs> that whole Rube Goldberg thing just to turn the TV on and knowing, like, where exactly to step all the time while he's looking for jury duty. Right. Yeah. Uh, that car was a tripping hazard. Oh, oh, yeah. car track. <laughs> yeah. How much do you think uh, Jim Varney's uh, Ernest character was influenced by Pee Wee? Because I mean, like heavily, yeah, my impression of the in- interior of the house was yeah. like he watched. He must have watched some serious Pee Wee just to get some yeah. concept of like, oh, yeah. how can I make an earnest house but not a Pee Wee house, but an earnest yeah. Pee Wee. Weren't house? they well, going on concurrently? Yeah, there was an influence there, but I think um, at the time when Paul Robbins was really doing the Pee Wee character itself, Jim Varney was still being the pitch man mm-hmm. for when the Ernest character for just random stuff. Like, yeah, wasn't yeah. he doing commercials? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where you just do like random, like whatever, like um, and the in the original Ernest uh, Saves Christmas episode we did, uh, you know, eons ago now, like we played a bit. Santa! Um, yeah. <laughs> we played a bit <laughs> with uh, uh, Ernest actually telling Vern about Hogan's heroes in like a local town somewhere in Kansas. <laughs> well, here, but it, like, he would pitch whatever you wanted. I just throw do some weird stuff and then he ended up shooting the like his grandfather gave him a World War II machine gun and he shot the wall up in the end and then he walks away. <laughs> It's really just oddball, but yeah, he definitely had some influence from Pee Wee. I think it also was the time, too. Um, Oh, yeah, so he gets jury duty. You know, I need a prayer. I get to decide a man's fate. Do I crush it or spit free? Well, I mean, it largely depends on if he actually did it or not. Right, yeah. I'm so excited about jury duty. Now, can I share a story about jury duty? This way, I have one here. Right here, because it actually involves the grace of Bob here. There here, where I had a jury duty in Attleboro, and Bob actually inadvertently got me out of it. Because <laughs> uh, they were going to pick the 12 people, and they decided what they were going to do was there was this trial that was three days long. Mm-hmm. And they, so they siphoned down from 30. They let 10 people randomly go. Mm-hmm. And they went from 30 down to 20, and they were going to pick, um, they are going to pick 12, but they are interviewing everybody. So I get on the, like, little witness stand, the judge is over there, and the prosecutor asked me a question. I have no idea what the hell they said. <laughs> and my phone rings. At the time, I was a massive fan of Law & Order. Oh, that's right. Yes, uh-huh. I've yeah. heard this story. Yeah. Yep. I was a massive fan. It's Bob calling me. Hey man, I hope you're good. I hope you don't get picked, but I hope you have a good day. Just want to say you're good. This was the voicemail I heard later. So Law and Order is playing on my cell phone. I immediately turn it up, turn it off, 
and you know, I turn it off, and the judgy McJudgingstein, who was born with the suburbs, the gavel in his mouth, you know, just starts, <laughs> he was like, boom, boom, he's like, do you honestly think that that's the way the law is, that this is the way the justice system should be in America, that stupid show, I'm like, absolutely, why not, he's like, get out of here, you're dismissed, I'm like, Yay! Bye. Bye. Thanks. See you later. Good to hear. I did it good. Yeah. I did good. Yeah. I remember, yeah. I took you to Longhorn Steakhouse that night, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, dude, we're going to go to the state. This is awesome. <laughs> the only jury duty story I have, like, the one time I got called for jury duty, it turned out I knew the defendant. Oh. oh so wow. it's like they had us, like, in the room, and they kind of marched him in, and he went, hey, Dan. And they went, you, get out. <laughs> I'm like, well, all right, I, I don't even get lunch. No? Okay, fine, I'll leave. The lunch isn't d- that good, trust me. Yeah. It's really not. It's oh, not, no, but it's I, free. No. I get, it is free. Yeah. I, I was dirt poor, and it was a theoretically free lunch. <laughs> I I get jury duty every three years like clockwork. I've been called so many times. Mm. I've been on a jury, well, I've been on a jury for multiple days once. Um, it's like a horrible superpower. I hate it. I, I hate it. Every time I get jury duty, I'm like, not again. Forget me. I've done my civic duty. Leave me alone. And meanwhile, my mother's like, I'm so jealous. Uh, it's like, do you want to be me? Go. You can have Go. it here. Pretend to be me. <laughs> they love me. Can you be impartial? Yeah. Well, then you get to say, no. But I don't And they, I, prosecution and defense love my ass. I don't know why. They look at me and they go, you, we like you, sit down right there. You look liberal as hell. Right. Sit down. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Damn, you sit no. there. So last time, yeah. last time I was on a jury, though, I, uh, I was having really bad carpal tunnel at yeah. that point, And both of my, my hands were numb. So oh. I was trying to get the feeling back in them because they were like completely numb as I'm sitting there. So I'm watching uh, this woman um, up on the stand yeah. and I'm doing this. I'm moving my hands, like shaking them <laughs> in the jury box. And the judge keeps looking at me like, what are you doing? Is that and some kind like, of gang sign, young lady? Like, I'm sorry, I can't feel my fingers. Oh, man. The judge just kept looking at me like, nice accent too. Can't feel your, my fingers. Can't feel my fingers. Better than having a pen explode in your mouth. Yeah. 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 So I wonder what the what he actually. I mean, obviously it wasn't a pen, but what he what did he like? Whatever it was, it was ingest. <laughs> Yeah. This, was, this was a scene. That scene. It just got worse and we're like, oh, this is. Well, a, this was a scene I was terrible. deeply not okay with. Yeah. That was obviously mm. like food coloring. Like yeah. it was, yeah. it was it obviously like long. innocuous, but yeah. it just the but sounds made me want to strangle. It's where it he got cartoony. It's like at first where he's chewing on the pen and everybody's just sitting normal listening, and he's just like chewing on the pen with the notebook. Mm. They're nodding like little year. At first, he, I thought he had yeah. a pipe. Yeah. Because it's been so long since I've I seen thought this. so too, yeah. There's there's like trying to be official like, <laughs> like and yeah. most court most courtrooms will actually have you remove your hat. Uh, that's, oh, yeah. I pointed that out. Yeah. I sat there yeah. going that judge would tell him to take that hat off immediately. The minute you walk in. Well the maybe at the fancy restaurant yeah. would have told him to take his hat off yeah. too. Because it's funny, oh yeah, we didn't even go to that point, but the um it's funny you say that because the actual twist in this is the fact that, you know, the uh, Reuben is on trial because, in four, you know, it seems like he killed the guy while in prison. His lawyer is saying that this was an accident. Yep. The lawyer's crooked, and we have a guy, Nash, inside the prison who happens to be a dead ringer for Ernest. Mm-hmm. 
And it's just, this was one where Jim Varney wanted to play something different, wanted to show that he's not just a one-dimensional that thing. That he's versatile so he, and he, he can, can do yeah. something else. Yeah. He begged John Cherry, he's like, please, let's do something different where I can be something other than this one guy. Mm-hmm. You know, which... There is one movie where he did something different very, very, very well. We will do it in a couple of weeks. Yay, I can't wait. It, it, that, it, yeah. I love well, that movie. That one, we will teach you how they say howdy in California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Some people got it at the table. I love that movie so much. <laughs> howdy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. So this here's what I carry. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, might have, I might have might end up sleeping on the couch tonight uh, admitting this I don't believe I've seen that movie which is fine we will watch it and I will sit there and be very very happy oh yeah it is it's good it's really good Hillary yeah. what did you do with that invitation I've this what I've this oh happiness I've been this I've been this I've been this I've that's a teaser for you, Vern. Ah, it's okay. Yeah, no, Puppy don't like that either. <laughs> I don't like that. No, no, but Puppy really don't like this because we have Nash on the inside who gets out now. They, Judge well, Ernest is on the jury. Yeah, well, yeah like we already talked about this. Why the fuck did they take him to the prison? Field trip? Yeah. Uh, well, let's go to the scene of the criminal. Okay, cool. Let's go to the scene of the crime. Why? Yeah. Okay, here's well, my question about this. Why? Yeah. Here's my question about this particular mm. scene too. Mm. They're inside the prison. They're in, but they're not. At least in this scene, not that I could really tell. They're not inside the actual prison prison part. Right. They're inside the the gates. They're in the rec yard. Yeah. They're, they're inside but, enough of the prison for like for uh, Nash to get. But to they're it. not in the actual prisoners section. Right. So how the fuck did Nash get out right. in order to knock Ernest out? Who knows? And if he got to that point, he should have been able to get all the way out. Yeah. And how stupid Ernest is where he's like, hey. Uh, what? Sh- huh? I'm going to go over here. Yeah. Am I me? Oh, God. <laughs> You're holding the idiot ball. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> I love the lunch thing. It's like, you know, no steak sauce at our table. Yeah. Well, why don't I have a hearty lunch? Go ahead. A good food was was a good hearty a good hearty stomach. We'll go ahead and have us have a brain food. Know what I mean? Yeah, talking to himself randomly. Notice there, the guards are like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Just narrating everything, and people yeah. are looking at him. Was like, "Do you ever stop?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nash don't talk as much. So here, then he really you know they go ahead. Like, We're sequestered, man. Oh, I do have a living I have to make. You're, you're Shut up, Nash. Yeah. yeah, so here, then he realizes he's in jail, in which jail. is hilarious. It's almost Macaulay Culkinish. Yeah, very much so. so. I'm in jail! <laughs> oh no, we left Kevin alone and he's only 36. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's an underrated show. That, that is such an underrated show, Jade. You still talk about the critic, right? Yeah, yeah. I, love, that's, uh, I love that show. Ah, uh, that was so good, so good. So, ah, I see. I see you've played Knifey Spoony before. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man! One one of the so, best lines from that show though was 
that I don't remember what what the context was, but Jay was in the audience for like a Hunchback musical. Yeah. Oh my like, God! Yes. The Notre Dame bell came down right over him and went bong 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 bong. <laughs> when it goes back up, it's just like he's got one eye that's just the pupils getting bigger and smaller, bigger. The other one's like flipping around, looking different yeah. directions. Yeah. And he's like, Daddy. Can I wear the jammies with the feet? <laughs> and like every time I get scrambled or whatever, or something like something like that, that's what goes through my head. It's like, Daddy, can I wear the jammies with the feet? <laughs> oh man! So Nash gets out, assumes Ernest's identity, and finds out that they work at a bank. And Ernest makes several unsuccessful escape attempts. And he does uh, try to explain the situation, but it's no good because... Nobody's listening because Nash and, is a liar. And yeah. eventually, uh, yeah. uh, Reuben uh, threatens him and is like, yeah, if you don't behave, the people that your friends on the outside are going to get hurt. Yeah. And there is a scene where it shows Reuben is talking to, to Nash, too. Mm-hmm. But Nash, on the other hand, is doing it. But there's also Chuck and Bobby who are, pl- who are playing amazing comic relief. Yes. Walking by, smacking him in the back of the head. And they're, Ernest, we gotta go. And you know, for someone who's <laughs> supposed to be this, like, hardened criminal, mm. he his, his tolerance... For, like, the stupidity is yeah. really much higher than I mine. agree. <laughs> because the minute the dude started slapping the back of my head, I punched him in the face. Yeah. Like, so his... Well, he, he almost he almost does. No, I know, like, but Like, you his, see that as a smack. I know, but the truth... Wait, no. But he, I'm an idiot. He continues to let it happen, whereas me, I know me. Me is not like that. Yeah. <laughs> me would have shut that down immediately. But Nash also has to plan something, too. Exactly. So he has to, like, lay low and... He's also making sure that the place is really super clean and mm-hmm. trying not to be... He's doing a better job than yeah, Ernest did. Yeah, doing better than Ernest did. Even sitting in the boss's chair as well, admiring his golf trophy, which is, you know, here and then the boss who is such a stereotypical asshole boss, but then Chuck and Bobby come in. Oh, and, they do I wonderful things. I fucking love this too. They do wonderful, wonderful <laughs> the electric, The electric to freaking cage around yeah. him. Gotta get him in the right spot. I was still <laughs> Mr. P, I wouldn't touch those bars. Unless you want 200,000 volts of electricity. Now, okay. Volts aren't what kill you. It's the amps. Right. But the amps that will go along with 200,000 volts, that's fucking lethal. Yeah. True. Yeah. I was really hoping... And I knew that wasn't going to happen because I've seen the movie, but I was still like, the back of my head was like, you know, they should have used that golf trophy trophy as like, you know, so, get, like exploding or something. They put the ex- one of the explosions in the golf trophy so that the guy could be like, my trophy! <laughs> you know? I really wanted that. I agree. I agree. So the... Um, and Dan's like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's, uh, you know, with Chuck and Bobby there, you know, calling him Mr. P, and Mr. P just like, okay, finally for dinner, and he's actually afraid of these two, mm-hmm. even though he has the power to fire the both of them right away. I, I think <laughs> I mean, he knows that, uh, Even that if you have the power to, to fire these two, mm-hmm. you know they're going to come back in with a shotgun, I was right? going to think you know Bobby is just going to shoot you. Yeah. yeah. So... Oh, yeah, he's going to, yeah. If you never heard the sound of his voice, yeah, that's yeah. He's a wiry little dude too, like you know. There's, there's a couple of coworkers that yeah. that I have that uh, I think the primary reason they still work there is because they'll come in with an AR-15 the next day if they're ever fired. Wow. There's yeah. a reason the going is called going postal. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm just glad that for, for once, I'm not the weird one. Like, wow. like, like, yeah. Usually, if anyone's going to put money on someone flipping out and, like, you know, just going crazy, usually people put that money on me. No, I'm vaguely normal in that place. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. Yeah, I remember where we used to work, too. Yeah. There were a couple of dudes who were weirder than us, too. Oh. <laughs> I can't remember his name, but there was one dude who, who like, insinuated himself into my D&D group. I know oh, exactly who you're talking about. Don, is it Don? Yeah. Fucking Don. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. It was sad. It was an unpleasant. I was time. not in that group. No. I wasn't even hanging out with them at the time, and I still know who this person is. Yeah. Yeah. They left a mark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. I mean, I think he was just a profoundly lonely guy, but it had an effect on him. And just, dude, there's a reason you're lonely. Just get away from people. Yeah. Yeah, there's some. You know, that's that's some of those that are bad people. But these are all people who are, except for Nash, just really kind of have a part to play. Like yes. they're, they're just kind of trying to find a way to survive. Uh, the uh, where we the um, yeah Nash is also doing everything amazingly too too well. But the um, oh okay like the other thing I like there was the but the, the, the glass the bulletproof glass where he shoots Mr. P where oh he's my just, god the where terror. he just creates matter out of nothingness cause that glass wasn't there before there was like a little laser he, he has created matter he is god yeah. okay that is what is happening in this movie yeah yeah and you think too like the place where I work, we pay for a separate security company to guard the place at night. Security. Yeah. And, and, you know... Imagine like, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> and there, there's... These are actual, like, these people are ex-military and are like, you know, they... Did you hire Blackwater to, to protect that place? Kind of. Jesus. Yeah, in some way, but there, there's one dude named John who was actually really hilarious, but he's like, you know in his mind, like, he's really easygoing, knows everybody, but he protects the place, but he's seen stuff, mm. and he looks out for crap. I've seen here, some so. things, man. Yeah. Some stuff. He's seen some stuff, and you know, he see, he says something, and he's like, okay, good. And he's like, okay, look up for that one right there. Mm. You know, here, so he's like, okay, and he predicts stuff, that's just weird, but anyway, like, there, you know, like, how much are you paying these people? And, like, those two are probably not getting paid that much. No. no. You know, even for today's terms, probably not getting paid much. And they take their jobs so cartoonishly seriously. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, these two in Ernest, Ernest Scared Stupid, where they have basically, like, a hobby shop that has anything you want. Yep. Yep. There's like the random people who just like all of a sudden are way too fucking into their job. Yes. You know they're like, what the fuck? Uh, but they, yeah, I love how they, they fucking take it. It's yeah, like that's all they have. Yeah. Yeah. They don't really have hobbies. They don't really have, you know, other family. They have no other life outside of their job. Their life yeah. is their job. Now, but, what was that weird thing that? Uh, uh, was it Bobby? Not Bobby. Chuck? Yeah, what was that weird thing that Chuck was eating when, uh... Oh, yeah, Dan's been trying to figure this out. When it looked like he folded over a piece of limp-boiled fish and just took a bite out of it. 
when Ernest at the very beginning of the movie, when Ernest goes over and uh, to Bobby's t- shooting, yeah, at to him tell and them he sits he's down. Oh, he goes, "Hey, Bobby, come on, shoot, soup's on." And yeah. he sits down, and then Bobby eats something. There's something that he folds over, and it, honestly, you thought it was fish. To me, it looked like raw dough. That he had flipped over and then took a bite out of. I mean, that's a possibility as well. But I was looking yeah. at it, I'm like, it just looks like I have no it idea. It looks what like it was. you boiled a like a fillet of fish, no seasoning, no nothing, just fold over. Well, he's white. <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay, I can't argue this point. We killed so many people for spices, and we don't use them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, I say this as a white person. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm trying to argue, but I can't. Uh, no, you just need to Steve Harvey and you know, a little gif here and was like, the, no, oh, the white stare. people. Damn white people. Oh, white people stare at or the mouth open. Like. Well, that's what that's what Family Feud has become. It's just yeah. Steve Harvey, white people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you want people who secure the bank. You want to hire the people who, who take the time to landmine their front yard. You want to do that. Ernest knows where they all are. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I gotta worry about those landmines. Oh, man, I hate this minefield. But Chuck and Bobby are such such a a, a critical part of like all the Ernest films. Yes. Oh, yeah. The way they're written into it. So without those characters, I feel like Ernest would like lose a lot of his oomph that he has going like in the series. A lot so, yeah. of like, not so much would get to be there. Yeah, yeah. Not much would happen in one, in these movies without Chuck and Bobby. Yeah, yeah they, they help move the plot yeah. along to an yeah. extent. Mm-hmm. So without them, it's kind of like without just having Ernest carry the whole movie. It wouldn't. I mean, it it wouldn't be thought, possible. I don't think. Go, uh, and right, Bo- and Bobby ping that there was something wrong with Nash from the word go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that scene there where he's cleaning and Bobby's just like, oh yeah, you know, it goes full on cartoon where he's picking up and doing like doing there like lifting up, hiding, and at one point hiding behind a coat rack. Yep. Yeah, that was perfectly with yeah. one end looking back and then they're the other side looking back and like ah, damn! Like this is where it gets beautiful. Uh now. Oh, the f- couple of th- this thing yeah. with the uh, the laser uh, glass scene that um, Bobby was using a six uh, six uh, shooter, and he fired eleven shots. Uh, yep. uh, a couple goofs. Uh, what else? Because it's a cartoon. Yes, it was a cartoon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all I got for that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of He fired 11 shots, and that was the Whoa. longest 3 minutes and 45 seconds in the history of cinema. Yeah. <laughs> At the very end. Also, it's like if we're doing suspension of disbelief here, how many times have you been magnetized to the point where you become a superhero? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's, let's yeah. not. Yeah. Let's yeah. not. How many times here. have you been electrocuted and defied the laws of physics? Can I just Okay, I got a question about this because you know it's wacky. It's the electrocution scene. It's wacky yeah, yeah. crazy. Once we're at the electrocution scene, when Ernest is, you know is basically Which like one? there were many. The, the, the <laughs> last one. Yeah. Where Ernest is sort of you know he has the chair. Yeah, he's he's sitting in the chair and everything, and he gets electrocuted and he walks out of it. Why does he start walking like a zombie? Because it's funny. Uh, yeah. It's like for the first like five minutes he's walking like a zombie and then he just like realizes he's not yeah. and just walks regular. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Why? What happened? Maybe he thought he was dead. 
Maybe? Yeah. And I'll be honest, like, I struggled with the evolution of the Electro-Man character because the at the beginning of the film, you see Ernest get electrocuted, and he's like, he's whatever you want to call Magnetic. him at that point. And then all that goes away. Yep. And yeah. it's like, okay... Yeah. It's like his body holds a charge for only a certain amount of time and then yeah. it stops. Yeah, it's like the stronger the voltage, the more time it lasts. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which, no... which implies that the cage is a stronger voltage than, than, the, electric than the electric chair. chair. Yeah. But then, like, we get to the electric chair part and it's like, okay, he, uh, he's, he's, you know, whatever it again. And then it's like, okay, now he's a superhero. But it's like between the, it's like, what... <laughs> I know that I'm, I'm looking at something that, where this shouldn't be asked, but it's like, I wish they at least, if they were writing it, and they would have said, we should have at least some kind of concept of his evolution where he can, he got more able to handle the... Control the it a little bit better. I don't know the words for it. Yeah. Homeboy, it's an earnest like once, movie. Once, yeah, yeah, once it's he like, realizes like he can do this... It's like a little something to make me kind of go like, oh, it's I like see. Chinatown. Yeah. It's yeah. like Chinatown. Give it up, it's Chinatown. Yeah. Right. Once, it's like, I, give it up, it's Ernest. I, like, yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get where you're going because I, I thought the same thing. Because he should... Yeah, he should be able to... By the third or fourth time he's done this, he should be able to control it a little bit better. Right. And by the end of it, when he starts running out of it, he does start to control it right at the very very end because he was like hey this works okay cool and he starts doing it and then at the very very end when he's trying to escape and he goes to do it again and it peters out and he becomes the original salt bay yes yep. he's yes, trying to zap again but it doesn't work because he monologued too long again <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ Ernest just Ex do a thing at the very very end though he gets zapped again and then he starts to fly yeah and then yeah, gravity no longer applies because he yeah. Polarizes. They took the Star Trek approach. They reversed the polarity of something. I thought that was the Doctor Who. Yeah. And then the minute, okay, the neutron right. flow. Let's let's just yeah. let's just put that there. Okay, he he polarizes, and he can fly or whatever else. And then he takes the bomb, and. Punches and, out the skylight. And Superman's the and fuck super, out of the building. Yeah, it's mm. Superman's out the building. Why didn't he throw the damn bomb? Yes. First off, A. Yes. <laughs> but B, he should have never been able to come down. Nope. Right. right. He should have just kept going. Didn't do space. Unless the polarizing just immediately stopped. By the time he fell down, terminal velocity, he would have been dead. So right. it just goes to show at this point in time, Ernest P. Worrell is a mutant. Yeah. So for someone about about Jim Varney's size, I would expect he'd probably be about 170 pounds. Probably. Not about, yeah. So terminal velocity for him would have been around 90 miles an hour. So he should have liquefied when he hit the ground. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Nash would have been gone. He's yeah, a it would have been dust. Yeah. He would. He can never die. Yeah. He's a highlander. Ernest, yeah. Ernest could never die. Unless you sever the head, he <laughs> will not, not die. die. Yep. And if you do so, then it's the quickening! <laughs> you could stab him through the chest and you would be able to pull the sword out and it would heal immediately. Mm -hmm. See, he cannot <laughs> die. Well, that was very rude of you. No, do you know what yeah. You know what killed Ernest? Cancer. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, he had to get him from the inside. <laughs> God. It's like a full-on Drax moment. I'll get oh it from the inside. God. It'll be just as strong inside too. Oh my God! Oh. No, there's soft bits on the inside. Yeah. Yeah, 
that's why that line didn't make sense. No. Yeah, it too. And we gotta back this up a bit, though, because we just got two things there is where he escapes and he gets back to his house. Oh, Nash throws the fucking puppy in the... In, I'm so uh, angry. Yeah. Not cool. Oh. Puts the puppy in the trash. Not cool. I was Man. so he mad. Finds, like so it. Oh, didn't like it. No, yeah, I no, no, me neither. Like it. Did me not neither. like. No. Very no. upset. No. This much upset. But much wow. upset. Jossie. Angry. Yeah. <laughs> Angry. But there's much also upset. he gets back and then earlier than that Nash is trying to, uh, trying to basically have sex with Charlotte. Yeah. And you know rearranges the whole house and I've he been says vandalized this by Elvis. Amazing <laughs> line when he gets back, but this wasn't really a long period of time either. No. No, it was probably a week. No, 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 no. Like from when he, when Charlotte slaps Nash and oh, leaves yeah. to when he escapes and gets back, it's like the jail's probably right there. Yeah. yeah. Probably not that far away. Probably five miles. You know, yeah. So most. it's like you get back because she's also there. She's like at the bank saying, "I'm going to say something to Ernest before I'm still mad." Mm-hmm. And I think she held it that long. Like, and well, I actually she got pissed for about ten minutes. Yeah, and certainly well, yeah. speaking as one who can do it, some people can hold a grudge for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If and but at that level, though. Well, no. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Think, think if there's about one it. thing I'm good at, it's grudges. All right, mm. trust me on this, because I'm a. The way it works for me, anyway, when a yeah. situation happens, I you have three reactions. You have flight, fight, or freeze. Right. I have a tendency to freeze. I have a tendency not to have the other two reactions. I, I sit there, I get stunned, and then it takes me a few minutes to actually get good and angry. Mm. So, it, I can... It's s- about the same. I could see her sitting and seething for a few minutes, and then going over it and over it and over it again, right? analyzing it again and again and again, and getting more and more angry as she's sitting there, and she's like, you know what? Screw this! I'm going to tell him right now, while I'm still angry and seething, while I can keep this level okay. of anger. Yeah. I could completely yeah. understand that. Yeah. Yep. Now, the warden, played by Charles Napier, brings the guards to the bank, and there's no way of knowing that you know, once they, I guess they might have talked to somebody and they figured all this out, but it's not shown. <laughs> Movie but magic. There's no cops in this town. Nope. Mm. Uh, here's like he brings well, all the, the cops prison wear guards pink too, like the me- like freaking mechanical animals video. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's obviously no cops. You have Bobby. Yeah. And and hey. and what's the other one? Chuck, Chuck and Bobby. Chuck and Bobby. You have Chuck and Bobby. That's Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> That's it. That's all you have in this town because they're, they're the only ones who do security. <laughs> yeah. There's one bank. There's there's two security guards. They don't even have garbage pickup. You have to get that from another town. <laughs> there's no yeah. fire trucks. That's also from the other town. <laughs> I do like that, you know, Chuck is, Chuck is tied up and he's being more human about it. And, you know, the bomb's about to go off. Now, I just looked this up. Because we mentioned about voltage, like as the voltage gets stronger, you know, as Shumerns gets shocked, he gets stronger. The cage had twenty thousand volts, volts rather. Yeah. A modern day, a modern era voltage of a uh, of an electric chair is two thousand to twenty two uh, to twenty two hundred. Yep. So yeah, it had so more voltage. Such enough, yeah, that it would 
it would warp him into a literal cartoon. Uh, and, you know, crack the dimension because you can see clearly it's green screen where he's floating. Oh, yeah. and, you know, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> and he's floating, but it's only ever from the chest up. Right. Because so. ah. <laughs> we didn't spend all that much. We spent too much money on the bizarre on the ass, on the bizarre ass just... Bill and Ted's bogus journey pr- hell prison because <laughs> that's what it felt like yeah. see that was the beauty of 90s coloring films because you can have something as you know like er- goofy as Ernest floating in the air but because of the the way they colorized the film which was smart he did look it did, I don't want to say seamless it didn't look like exactly like he was floating but there was some uh, ability to make it look like he was actually working with the scene. So I was impressed. So 90s color, man. Hey, guys. Good job. <laughs> that scene was good normal one. colored. Yeah, it did good. Yeah. It wasn't, like, specially lit, like the pink jail. But it was enough just to, like, cover his ass, like, when he was, like, floating around. I mean, when we, the final sequence when he go, went back to the bank, yeah, I'm not, it didn't look that great. But, I mean, the coloring in the, the jail. Freaking baby blue. Again, yeah. floating. I lost track of what we were at. <laughs> I just um, gotta, you guys we were talking about him uh, straight up, de- straight up, you know, wicked the musical defying gravity. Oh yeah, at the end of it. At the oh yeah, oh yeah, it did look. Oh yeah, that's right, it didn't look so good. Yeah, you're right, my bad, Cass. Yeah, I was thinking of uh, uh, something. You think about the jail? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. I mean, the green screen effects were obvious, but they weren't horrendous. Yeah, I've seen way worse. It was the after effects that made me laugh. No, it's you. Yeah, you. There was actually a, I read uh, two or three scenes where they you could see their mark on the floor, like at the begin beginning of the film. They clearly they should have pinned the, the the camera up a little bit because you see where Ernest should have stepped. There was a T. <coughs> like another sequence where there was a T, and at the end of the film with mm. Chuck, like so everybody actually was great. They stood at their mark where they were supposed to be. <laughs> so everybody was on the mark at least in the film where they needed to be to to get the right shot for John when he was filming it. I'm sure. So good job, guys. Again, another another plus. Keep on keep them coming. Um, I got a question. Yeah. Does he play the mom character in every movie? Um, um, he did it in Scared Stupid. I he did do it in Scared Halloween. Stupid. Yeah, he play. Um, he did do it in. Um, it, he did it in it Saves Christmas. It was brief. It leads to it leads to score yeah. three Tyler Perry's out of however. <laughs> <laughs> the darkness says I need to keep these before the until the surgery. His balls dropped. <laughs> 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 There was something very sexualized about that too. I don't know if that was intentional, but just like I think it was a ball joke. It was a ball. joke. It was definitely yeah. a ball yeah, joke. Right. Uh, <laughs> it started as a tit joke and, yeah. and then became a ball joke. Yeah. I'll tell you, oh, no, mother. Yeah, I'll tell your mother that your son, her son, has improved outside of here. Uh, and yeah, that. Why just, does that character always have a neck brace? Because he, Adam's apple. Yeah, oh. because of the Adam's apple. Because Jim was very, very skinny, and also he just felt like if she was very like down and out that she would have somewhat of a chin or he would look more disappointed yeah like having that 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 makes sense because this is what he'd have on the top of the uh, the wrap because you see like his face I was able to extend his uh his mouth, actually. I'm actually yeah. impressed with his ability to do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like he's having Botox or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, yeah. it's very effective. So it yeah. works for the character. I like the yeah. yeah. It's very funny. Yeah, it's, like it's, it. it's weird. It's weird. It and it's... 
It's like in Ernest Scared Stupid where he does this whole monologue where he has a bunch of different characters all at once and the kids are just yep. sitting there watching. Like, just amazing. You're, you're, you're like, you know, Doug Walker. Is he Walker, having a breakdown or is he yeah. just like really brilliant? Yeah, like, like Doug Walker had a point to it. He's like, wait, did, did, did the kids just wait there patiently while he changed? Yes. <laughs> like, you know, you're yes, like, they what? Did. Like, <laughs> oh, man. I still yeah. think it uh, was at Christmas when he was the... Uh, the uh, snake wrangler. That was his best freaking f. Like I love that I so find much. A horror. Oh man, that was and so I good. Find go take it to horror that studio. was the best. Like, <laughs> 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 See, I think my favorite bit of this movie was in the restaurant when he was having like the kind of pseudo yeah. date with Charlotte, yeah. and he's still magnetic. Yeah. And it's all just a little. It's the smaller sight gags, like when he goes to lean forward and all the forks lean up at him. Yeah. So he sits back. He sits back. <laughs> or when he accidentally flings the little butter knife and like you know skewers the wall next to the waiter. Just little little bits like that because he's trying not to. I have to admit, at the very beginning, when he's very when he first gets uh, zapped and yeah. everything's starting to fly at him, yeah. I thought some of those effects were actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. they were. They I enjoyed that part. I was like, oh look the the. The filing cabinets are coming after him. And they're chasing him while he's <laughs> looking for him. <laughs> and, every, and every time he like looked out, they turned towards him yeah. because that's where the magnetic field is. And I'm yeah. like, that's cute. It's like I the, like yeah, that. Watch out for this one. This one's tricky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's actually the brilliance of uh, Varney. I mean, the, his approach to the character, I mean, like, I don't know, we, we can, uh, we can we'll based on what we said, it's how we feel. But like Varney, like on the when he he's doing comedy on like the the lower end, like the things we were just talking about. It's nice because it's like almost like a callback to like Rowan Atkinson's Mr. Bean. Yeah, yes. I agree with yes. you. Yeah. Yeah. those yeah. minute moments. Yeah, where he was just absolutely yeah. brilliant. And Varney has that capability with uh, Ernest's character when he does those small little things. It's really it brings out the essence of. Uh, yeah. Uh, the earnest character he, comes he's over a glorious, very well. it's fun. He, he's a it's glorious really physical comedian he is yeah. he's absolutely great yeah. reading he, yeah. he was friends with um, Robin Williams and they were yeah. alumni together at their uh, their comedy club I, I can't remember what it was but they clearly worked off of one another yeah. there's Varney did a yeah. great job the yeah. fact that he died he was way too young yeah, I wish he didn't do like smoke the bejesus out of whatever he did because as Varney was like nearing the end of his life he was actually getting more serious roles. He had done Toy Story in Midnight. Was it ninety five? Yeah. He had Toy Story two. He did uh, the Atlanta. Slinky Girl. the dog. Yeah. Yep. Slinky the dog. Slinky dog. So he yep. was actually making progress. He yeah. had a great potential to get into more serious roles and move away from the Ernest character, which basically gave him. His credibility. You know what's really funny? Slinky, Slinky Dog was a more serious role. I hate to say it, but <laughs> yeah. it, what's really funny about that is if you think about it, and if he had, if he had lived, and he, you know, did start to make more serious stuff mm-hmm. because of how nostalgic millennials have become. And because how we like to call back on a lot of things, I guarantee you it's a new Ernest. Of the show. I, well, I guarantee you a new Ernest movie would have come out. Yeah. yeah. Relatively so, recently, as yeah. Ernest has got has gotten older, that he would probably be. would have done another okay, one. Okay. Now, do you think that Jim Varney would have gone the Tom Hanks route, where Tom Hanks started as a comedian, comic actor? And he ended up doing, like, getting into the more, the more serious, serious stuff. It's if entirely he had, possible. If he had lived, do you think Jim Varney would have ended up being, like, in The Notebook or something? I think he would actually have been more wow. like a Robin Williams. I think he would have been more of a type of actor who 
still did comedy roles, but then did stuff like World's Greatest Dad. Yeah. You know, and stuff like that where you have him as a serious or in, actor. Or Insomnia. Insomnia, like, oh, when he, you know. Oh, shit. What know? if he did one hour photo? But you see what oh. I mean? It's like there were, there were oh. roles yeah. that Robin Williams oh. played that he wasn't being yeah. the comedic actor, and he was great. Yeah. So I do believe he it's would be point. that type of actor where he'd it's be a, a little point. bit yeah. of both, yeah. you know? Yeah, I just I just got goosebumps. Right, I did too, actually. Barney's face, like the his range of emotion with his face, like yeah. he had like the yeah. capability to be an incredible villain, like yes. he could be taken yeah. seriously. And Absolutely. I guarantee, as Nash, as Nash, really brilliant that we would be talking about today. Going, remember what Barney did back uh, in two K or mid two K or something? Yeah. I really believe Wait that. Wait till we get to Doctor Otto. Oh, the space villain that he had of his character that has a oh. hand on his head. That oh, just I'm does guessing this. this is the TV show. No, well, not quite, but also there is something on Amazon where they exclusively oh talk about Doctor Otto. I <laughs> see Kaz's face right now. Oh, going, oh no! Kaz is having a visceral reaction to the memory of this. Yeah, I, I want. It did don't, show up in the show. Don't worry, Fox. I want. No, I, it, 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 it's. Yeah. Poor so, and this, there is the great line where he goes back down and crushes Nash to death. And I uh, came, I saw, I, I got, got blowed up. <laughs> Boom. The end. Movie over. Uh, Just like a 30s movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it was no real it ending. It is a cartoon. Abrupt. It is a cartoon. It's just, it's strange stuff. So, there's some, there's some fun stuff like uh, the woman who played Charlotte, uh, Charlotte Sparrow, was is the name Barbara Tyson. She was accidentally credited as Barbara Bush. Oops, yeah. what? Yeah, and she was in one episode of ER. Yeah, I, which I, she I, didn't do much acting after that. Because yeah, when I looked up this movie, yeah, I saw and starring Barbara Bush. No. So <laughs> that, I'm like, what Barbara Bush? That is not the Barbara Bush I thought. <laughs> I mean, it would have been hilarious if actual Barbara Bush, like, and made a cameo or something. She made a cameo and she was like Ernest Loving. I just need to make hysterical. a deposit. Oh, oh no, God. no. That would have been hysterical. It would have been more funny if she was like the crotchety old lady that everybody tries to like help and try to be nice to, and she's just mean to everyone. <laughs> So she's like the the evil woman from the from Gremlins. Yes. Yeah. Yes. One other bit of trivia before we roll into fantasy casting. This is actually one of the movies where the character of Bobby actually talks. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He is there. Laura, little dud, punk. It's just it's the the. I didn't catch that. Yeah. No, it's where the where um, Nash hits the he hits the desk and the the gun pops up. And then Bobby, who's been watching the entire time, they basically have a good, the bag, the ugly standoff. We're over there slowly about to do it, and Bobby's ready to fire immediately. It fires the gun out of Nash's hand. Yeah. Uh, here, it's, it is... It's a wild movie. It's, it is. Yeah. I wanted to it's say, a, too, before you conclude, yeah. uh, when, you, when you said that, the line, it, it didn't... Uh, click until just then. Back in the 90s, that was actually a very popular slogan that people would use in different commercials. The came, 
I saw, and then they would say something, because I feel like my dad used to work at a ski shop in Rosigno, which used to be, I don't know if it even is a company anymore, a ski company. They did, that was actually one of their things, but that was off of the, uh, the Roman Veni Vidi Vici, which is I came, I saw, I conquered. Yeah. So it's really neat how like that evolved over time to become a more popularized slogan, and everybody over uh, the course of time would, uh, I mean, especially in the nineties, they they took that and they just uh, would tweak it based on whatever it was. So with this film, they used that came I saw and oh, I say I got blown blow up. up. So it was really neat how he, yeah. everyone's taking their their turn on that. So yeah. that was pretty neat. Well, it's like uh, was it a few years ago? It was. Um, uh, keep calm and keep calm and insert any insert old damn thing. That too, yeah. That yeah. was more no, right here. Yeah. <laughs> I have a mug that says "Keep calm and carry on." That's it was right. that's the original. Mm-hmm. It's not the crazy mixing everything up together kind of thing. I have the original on my mug. All right. So we have the time to roll. We have fantasy casting. Who's got what here? I do. Okay. Um, Chuck and Bobby, uh, Penn and Teller. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think that would be really funny. Yeah. I think it would be really, really funny. Oh, we got here. Ooh, 21. Yeah. So it happens. Plausible, yeah. (laughs) All right, so I got one. Yeah. Instead of Jim Varney, Christopher Walken doing doing a Jim Varney impression. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. Nope. 13. <laughs> Not gonna happen. Uh, damn. But math is bad. That was 15. Uh, no. <laughs> 7 so and 8 is 15. That was a 6, honey. In the, in the multiverse here on this side, we have Chuck and Bobby replaced with Andy Griffith and Don Knotts. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Oh, yeah. 31. <laughs> yes, but how Don't. does it change? Okay. So Don here's Knotts the deal. Yeah. Don Knotts is still the trigger happy one. Yeah. <laughs> Don Knotts does the Bobby-like character, but you have Chuck. He's only got one bullet. Yeah, he's only got one bullet, so he has to use (laughs) it here. So he is firing, using the comedically weird guns, and just firing that up. But it's all—it's all just like something like rice is where where I had it at the idea in my head. And if Andy Griffith was the Chuck character, he would be talking about making it safe. Obviously, would but he would comedically talk down people instead of well Mr. P we gotta go ahead and make this safe okay don't we need to do that right now okay good oh we're just gonna go ahead they're gonna rob the bank don't worry we're just gonna let them go with the warning <laughs> uh, and who else I'm just thinking um, I'm thinking you know, who, before. <laughs> you know who else can make crazy faces Eh? A, different, a different gym? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. That's but a six. And a four. Uh, I nah, guess not. No. Ooh. Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. Oh. The other rubber face man. Duh. Yeah. I would have crossed it with the mask. Yeah. Because that was oh, that is more rubbery oh, of rubber. God, yeah. God, somebody stop him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that's not plausible. <laughs> <laughs> we had our we had our Jim Carrey month, and I think we've said our piece on Jim Carrey. I think, yeah. I, I think everyone here knows how yeah. I feel about Jim Carrey. Yeah, it was that was that was yeah that was enough. <laughs> that was more than enough. God. Although I yeah. gotta say, I gotta say, Once Bitten was a way better movie than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> yeah, it was. Besides the the little homophobia 
That movie was ridiculous. And yeah. it was on TV the other day. Because I saw the dance the dance off again. <laughs> and I was just reminded like, oh yeah, this happens. <laughs> I really do like it. I'm really glad I don't feel like way off topic. I'm glad that I don't know like how it works, but wherever you are listening to us, I hope you have like cool local channels like Comet. Mm-hmm. That play like really Old, interesting old films that you'll never find on nope like you'll never see it on HBO or a yeah. channel except so they played that support your local channels is what I'm trying to say they okay. played that really <laughs> weird uh, Nicolas Cage movie around Halloween where he ends up thinking he's a vampire but he's not actually a vampire oh, and wow. it's literally a man's kissed descent by, into madness is it kissed by a vampire is, is oh, it kissed I, by something something though? like that yeah, yeah. And it's just, it, it wasn't really a horror movie. It was literally a man's descent into madness. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was like the 20th anniversary of it was recently. God, it's a terrible movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Oh, it's, it's, uh, it's so bad. It's good, yeah. At some point, we'll probably do that. Now, oh, please, let's not. Yeah. <laughs> Can no. we not, please? No. If Uh-oh. we're doing Nicolas Cage, there's so many better ones to do. Oh, no. The bees. Not the bees. Well, you're, you're go the bees, and I'm thinking like Con Air or Face Off. Mm-hmm. Oh, Face Off is hysterical. It's a fantastic, uh, crazy it's hysterical. ass movie. It's, it's just uh, it's, yeah. Oh, you do like Raising Arizona. Uh, Raising Arizona. Um, leaving, not leaving Las Vegas. This is the other Las Vegas one though that he was in. Oh, David Lynch one he was in. Oh shit. Fuck. Oh shit. What, what David Lynch movie was he in? Uh, living Las Vegas, I think. Wasn't it? No, I wasn't talking Leaving right. Las Vegas. I was talking about the one before that with like James Caan and uh, and uh, what's we call it where it's almost like an indecent proposal. Oh, snap. Um, go but it's it's a comedy. Oh. That's the one I was talking about. I wasn't All talking right. David Lynch. No, no. All right. All right. <laughs> see, so see what you started, Jocelyn. Is he amazing, Arizona? Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. So next week we continue on this exploration. We have got to go to a crazy one. Ernest with magic shoes, who is a janitor. At a basketball arena, who is given magic shoes by an angel who strangely looks like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, that's an angel. It is Slam Dunk Ernest. Oh, God. Slam Dunk Ernest next week on Movie Theater Time Machine. So we will see you on your catcher choice. Is that one of those direct-to-video ones? Oh, yes. Oh, boy. I do not recall this one, so I don't believe I've seen it. Oh, it's one of the later ones, but then we'll get to it. Slam Dunk Ernest next week. We will see you then. So, Vern... Have a good time. Be good. Take care of yourself. But don't be too good.